cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. It's time for counterculture. Are you tired of how divided our world has become? We desperately need stories of peace and healing. We find the bridge builders across the globe who are stepping into the divides of culture and bringing understanding, compassion and reconciliation. And now, here's your hosts, Jonathan Sanborn and Lisa Jernigan. And hello again. Thank you so much to tune in to Counterculture. I'm your host, Jonathan Sanborn. It's kind of weird. I don't have my co-host. I'm kind of flying solo. No no wingman. I don't have – what is it? was in Top Gun? Is, uh, Ma- Maverick doesn't have his side person. <laughs> but I, I'm not a solo because I have a one, as we always get, we get wonderful guests here on our show. Today we have in studio John Paul. John Paul, welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. I think you're looking for Wingman. I am looking for Wingman. What was his Wingman's name in Top Gun? Oh, Ma- geez. Uh, Goose to start with. What's that? Goose. Goose was the first. Maverick first. and Goose. Second one, he didn't have anybody. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't know. He doesn't need he flew he's, by himself. He's, he's Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, right. Maverick doesn't need nothing. So, no, but it's glad to have you. John Paul Rigger is the. The director of engage of engagement advancement advancement not a, not a, that was a director it's, of advancement. It, 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 they can go hand in hand. We, we do want to keep people engaged. Engaged, but you want to move it forward. You're advancing absolutely. Phoenix Seminary. So, so John John Paul is well. First off, John Paul is a friend of mine. We are in the same men's Bible study. Just when we become friends over the last year, I love this guy. Um, so it's great when I can also not only just people I, kn- I know who are doing great things in the community, but also have my friends on. Uh, he has over twenty years' experience in the ministry and nonprofit, and uh, he came out of a came from G- you went to GCU that I did not know. Uh, I worked there for oh you worked almost, there yeah for almost five years, but I was able to get my master's in business leadership, That's so I did go there too. It was, did go there it was too. A good benefit. But you were also aeronautical university. What's that about? Yeah, I studied flight safety uh, right out of high school. So came down from Colorado. Uh, wanted to be in aviation my whole life. Okay, and graduated and went into ministry. Uh, really? So you? I, so I think the Top Gun analogy is pretty good, actually. I, especially on accident, I think it worked out well. <laughs> so you wanted to be in, in aviation safety, but that just wasn't for you. Uh, I still love it, uh, you know. But it was. Obviously, the Lord called me into something different. I went into on, I was a volunteer with Young Life. Uh, okay. reaches out to high school, junior high, college, uh, teen moms, etc. For three years as a college student, um, and was called into the ministry. So I I put that on the wayside and went on staff huh. uh, and did that for the next nine years after I graduated. Wow! So uh, what was that like working with kids for nine years? Well, I have four of my own now. So okay, that's good. It was, so it didn't yeah. it didn't like close the deal on it, right? No, okay, no. that's good. <laughs> it was it was uh, if you talked to my wife and I, her name's Teresa. It was some of the best, yeah, best times of life. I mean, getting to walk with with young people in that that time frame, yeah, of life in general is fantastic. Hard. Mm-hmm. We saw some yeah. crazy things. We saw some amazing things. Right. 
now the Lord works. So, anyways, it was it was excellent, and what a blessing to be able to you know be part of that ministry as that impacts the world. Yes, but right here in Arizona, we were yeah. up in Prescott, then in the East Valley, uh, and finished up in Colorado, where I'm from, in 2009. 2009, and so yeah, Young Life. I seem to know so many people who came out of Young Life who were just amazing, and just there was something in that dynamic that cre- that made a lot of awesome people. I, I think the well, it's relationships. Yeah, I mean that's what you, you dive into. You got to earn the right for anything. I think that's that's not young life. That's how we were created as people, right? We, yeah. we desire to be in a relationship, even if we don't know it. We need to be with others. Yeah, and uh, and not just that. We want to be pursued. We need to be pursued. Yes, and something that you learn early on is let's go pursue uh, yeah. those who. You know, it's, it, it's always awkward when you're on a high school campus and someone says, "What are you doing here?" And it's like, "Well, I came to hang out with you." And it's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, let's go hang out." You yeah, know, uh, you know, and, and so, anyways, it was uh. great. Wow. Well, that those are great experiences. Um, I was involved in some college ministry that was very Im- hugely impactful in my trajectory when God got a hold of me because there were people that pursued me. You know, spent one on one time with pe- me and and reached out and pursued me when I was probably not exactly. You know, <laughs> seeking the, the best, Lord. You're living the best you yet. No, <laughs> no, you might. Not. Let's just say I would not have gotten a job working for a Christian talk radio. <laughs> yeah. I think we've all been there in some capacity. Yeah, uh, definitely was a, a different season in my life. But I was, but I'm very well aware of that. And so now you represent. Well, you have four kids. Four kids. Yep, eight. Uh-huh. 12, 14, and 16. Uh, watch yeah. out. We got a driver on the road. Yeah. Um, okay. And, uh-huh. uh, and, well, almost. She's, almost. She's, she's getting her license. Getting her so. license. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, my wife's a teacher, a second grade, a first grade teacher. Okay. And we live here in Central Phoenix. Nice. Okay. So local, local guy for the last decade or so. Yeah. yeah. This is, this, we'd say this is home. We've been in Arizona since 97. Yeah. Only two years we're outside of that back in Colorado where I'm from. Yeah. Um, so this is... We're cards, D backs, coyotes. Yeah. Not a sure fan, fan of coyotes yet, but we're, we're we're rooting for Arizona. That's a that's a high level of commitment to go to the coyotes. <laughs> I'm saying I will get some pushback yeah. on that. Hey, I want them to win, well, everybody. I want them to win. And, and all of our teams have had like rough. I mean, it's hard to be lo- hardcore yeah. for our Phoenix teams for lo- ups and downs. And I know this airs later, but the Suns play tonight. We'll watch the game. Yes, we'll, we'll hope for a good win tonight <laughs> against right. Denver. Who I'm going for the Suns. That's so. right. So, but now you work for Phoenix Seminary. Tell, yes, sir. So tell me what it, I mean, I also, full full disclosure, I had a, several years of Phoenix Seminary, very positive, you know, experience. Uh, so tell me your, what, what's, for those listeners, what is Phoenix Seminary and what about it? Yeah. Phoenix Seminary, as you know, it, it is a seminary, been in Arizona since 1988, came down as a a plant, if you will, from Western Seminary out of Oregon, okay, and became fully its own uh, in 1992-93. Okay, uh, I wouldn't say broke off, but Western Seminary stayed focused on their mission, and then Phoenix Seminary was birthed, if you will. Okay, um, I am the director of advancement, uh, and so as you shared, I want to see the seminary advance, uh, yeah. and the biggest portion of that is making sure one people know it exists. Uh, I talk to people every week, if not every day. They're like, I had no idea. I had no mm-hmm. idea Phoenix Seminary was right here. Um, and, and what that looks like. Being a, a non-denominational Protestant seminary, we are focused on biblical teaching uh, yeah. and uh, and exist to train up men and women for Christ-centered ministry to then go out into the well, the city, the, the, the nation, and to the world. So it's not just I, if I want to be a pastor, I need to go to Phoenix Seminary. No. Now, that, that's a, actually a great question. 
obviously we train up pastors. We want to train up really good pastors to yeah. go out there and teach the word uh, for the next generation, legacy even. Uh, but uh, people who are going into missions, uh, ministry, mm-hmm. uh, some people who just say, I got this tool in my backyard. I want to go take a class. I need to learn more about church history or uh, New Testament 1 or 2 or Old Testament 1 or 2. All those different things that kind of play of like, hey, I I want to be more involved in my spiritual journey. And there's a resource here with with professors who have dedicated their life to teaching others. Uh, So, yeah, so do not have to go there to be a pastor. Um, Counseling program uh, and – if you want to study theology, then you can get your theology degree. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, so it, it is for anybody engaged in ministry. I think the biggest piece is we're an equipper. Equipper, right? okay. Uh, I think I've shared this with you, Jonathan, before. We're not the church, but we right. want to equip the church, and the church is the body of Christ. Yes, uh, and, yeah. And that's what we exist for. Cap, big C, capital church. Big C. Yeah, that's all, and this is an important part of – so So there are even people – I and we have some people that we know who just do it for – like personal growth and for engage, right? So yeah. even that's possible. Absolutely. I mean, there's we call it auditing. Yeah, uh, there are folks who come and say, "Hey, I want to." I'll, I'll pick on Dr. Grudem, who has been teaching at the seminary since 2000. Uh, I want to take a class with Dr. Grudem, who wrote a book called Systematic Theology, which is used widely. And, and again, yeah. resource right in your backyard. Is he teaching it again this this year? Sure. I want to just audit it, which means I can come to class, pay some smaller fees. Don't even have to do any of the work. You can just come and listen and, and be yeah, a part of it, uh, right. or you can you can you can do the work. But you're, there's no grade involved with that. Right. But it's just it's uh, it's spiritual development, spiritual yeah. growth. So a lot of people say, "Oh, I grow spiritually at church. So why do I need seminary? Or why is that so important?" Yeah, uh, not hand in hand, right? It, yeah. It's not a, a hey, you should do both. Even it is. I hope you're plugged in with the local church uh, yeah. and that you're being fed there. This is. For those that are not interested in um, going, we obviously want students. We want people to to be, and we're at our, full, our largest enrollment of all time right now with 330 yeah. students. 330, wow. We graduate 74 on Friday. This, oh, this, my goodness. This today. They just graduated. Um, yeah. And that's our biggest graduating class ever as oh, well. Wow. But it's it's the, on the side of those, there's also folks who are like, hey, I'll, maybe I'll get this done in 10 years. It takes time. It's a graduate level school. It's right. not... Um, Hey, I'm going to go to Bible school. This is right. if I was going to law school, if I was going to get my, you know, uh, become a doctor, whatever you want right. to look at it, it is graduate school uh, for those who are serious about their biblical education. And, and, and in some cases, to lead others in that yeah. regard. In other cases, personal edification of saying, I've known Jesus for X amount of years and I've read my Bible plenty, but probably not enough, but I need to go and be in an environment mm. that's going to. Expand that, and yeah. increase it. Is that what I would say? So you could, so people can keep their full time jobs. Oh, absolutely, and, yeah, yeah. And most of our students are full time employees, whether they're at a church, a mission. Right. Uh, there are, like I said, lawyers. We have a lawyer who's there. We have entrepreneurs who come uh, and own their own businesses and are starting new ones. Yeah, it's for everybody. Okay, wow. So that makes a lot of sense because there's you can, it, these days it's, it's you have to <laughs> it's you can't just as an adult. Take a year or two off of life yep. and go, oh, wouldn't well, be nice to and, do. And, and something that we want to make it in this day and age, uh, our online programs have grown. Okay. We're starting our uh, Master in Divinity online Oh, this my fall. goodness. I mean, it's, it's a big step forward in that, that, that program. But also, most of our classes, if not all of them during the school year or the semesters, uh, start at 1 o'clock and go through the night because we know that, that we have so many professional folks who, I mean, they are – they're working at the same time. Yeah, uh, whatever they're doing, they're working at the so same be time. So afternoon classes yep. and then evening classes, yep. and usually one class a week, three hours length. 
big big bite yeah. there, but it's it's so that you don't have to keep going back and forth depending mm-hmm. on how many classes you're taking. I remember not only did I remember the te- teachers that I wasn't listening to, but I also know that you're the difference between like I would just watch some YouTube videos or watch content is that I'm also around other people who are similar to me mm. trying to figure things out or the engagement or they're maybe they're actively they, they're active pastors and their denomination encouraged them to get an MDiv or 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 people are doing ministry and among their chaplains or all kinds of different people already engaged in doing stuff so it's actually I'm in a com- joining a community of people and not just getting content I think you like it's like a hub is what it's I a hub. like you know like okay. and so and I just the other day I got to share this and we had a, a large breakfast and and I got to share that my favorite part of my day when I see people coming and going from campus is yeah. one watching them come they're connecting they're hanging out they're doing their they're going to class uh, and then they have to leave they have to go back into the world and do their right. thing it's like anything else they come I, I want to call it they get they they get salty again as the as the scripture yeah. says and they go back into the the, the world and to to love well hopefully and to to lead their families yeah. well. Um, and to invite people to Christ, but as you shared, in so many different venues, chaplains. Uh, one yeah. of our professors, a chaplain with the National Guard, mm-hmm. so he's he's teaching. He's at the National Guard base, connecting with soldiers. Uh, we have someone out at, at Luke Air Force Base too. We have pastors. We have um, homeschool parents who are doing right. this. We have school teachers who are coming and going back into the school so that they can impact it with a biblical worldview as they teach. Yeah. Uh, and it's so you have you have everything yeah. under the sun. It's not that we're not training up just like, okay, if you went to I'll pick on it again, law school, yeah. hey, you're all gonna become lawyers here. Hey, you're all gonna grow in your knowledge of, right. of the word of God, but mm-hmm. you're all gonna go do different things. Yeah. Uh, to to and that's why I like to say it's a hub and spoke. It's like hey you fly into Phoenix Sky Harbor and then you catch your flight, you're going all over the place mm-hmm. um, with different uh, callings to share Christ. So that's really interesting. Um, so I'm just going to change gears a little bit. But in, in America, some of the earliest schools were – like Harvard were actually like theological. Mm. They taught theology. So even for, for the country, we they knew that we need people to understand theology as a basis for learning other – to going into all, all the disciplines. So because if you didn't have a theological understanding, you wouldn't necessarily – properly use science or, or education mm-hmm. you would yeah. have. So I thought, I mean, it's like, well, I've learned how important a strong theology is no matter what you want to do. And oftentimes churches today, I mean, you know, if you're talking going to an average church for a 20 or 30 minute sermon, and then maybe, maybe, you know, 10, 20 percent of people go to a small group during the week, that's still a very small amount of time when you're getting content to, you know. Well, and you share the word theology. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure we have listeners who are, are like, I don't need to talk about theology. Like, that's right. over, that's above my head. In reality, it's not. It's, it's very, it's a big word. Uh, yeah. Seminary is like, oh, hey, that's where the, the professional pastors go to, 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 to learn more about God right. and teach us. That's not for me. Uh, but in, in the reality of it is it's like, it's, it's very pragmatic for each of mm-hmm. us. Uh, and to, to know, one, who are we created in? Right. Why do we believe what we believe? Uh, and then how do we go make an impact, as you said, for the big C church mm. uh, in the kingdom, mm-hmm. uh, not knowing what I'm going to learn or not learn when I go to seminary. You know, but, hey, you're going to learn the Word of God. Right. And it's going to be broken down. And, and if you choose to go to school there, 
fantastic. There'll be challenges. They'll be hard. Uh, as you know, as you shared, you, you've worked your way through some of those classes too. It, it's, yeah. it's not a – you have to write. You have to study. You have to yeah. – to, to live this out. And I'm sure we all will be challenged and saying, gosh, I was thinking of, of something like this over here on the left side. Uh, and now I'm thinking of it over here because my dear friend Jonathan just challenged me on something and how right. I thought or my professor did. Or even I started thinking about, I was reading the scripture like this this whole time, mm-hmm. missing out on this portion. Anyways, mm-hmm. it's, it's a study of the Word of God. I think that's yeah. fantastic for everybody. We should do it more. And we should do it, it more. It is. And I think this idea of study as opposed to like just hearing sermons, there's a big difference. Mm. When you have to engage in an academic way that is that is challenging, yes, you you could be reading a book, but you're asked to to draw thoughts from it, uh, synthesize it, or even compare it. There's a lot involved in it that is extremely helpful and oftentimes difficult to find in a church environment. And so, I would I'm I'm a big fan of seminary. I believe in it and. Um, not necessarily that everyone has to do it, but it's, it can be such a great enhancement for uh, what, whatever you go into, whether it's in business, into a, some kind of nonprofit work, or even even in some role in a church, whatever that might be. And I think you hit, you know, as I was looking at the opportunity to come and, and work at Phoenix Seminary, uh, known about it, believe in it, know the, the, the resource mm-hmm. to it. As a layperson, which is what I am, uh, yeah. I... I Full full transparency. I'm not going to school uh, at the seminary right now. Will I take yeah. classes? Sure, but I, I'm not there to get my master in divinity. Uh, when I told some of my friends, "Hey, I'm going to work at Phoenix Seminary," they said, "Oh, you mean the cemetery?" Uh, ha ha, joke. Uh, you yeah, know, like oh, no, that's what yeah. the, but, the, yeah. but there's there's this thought process. Hey, you go and you study, and all of a sudden you realize you just became a a lot of head knowledge uh, information right. versus the connection it has to the relational side, which we talked about at the beginning. <clears throat> and I'm proud to be able to say Phoenix Seminary and, and most seminaries are yeah. doing a great job of saying, no, this is an equipping tool to connect you right. to Christ, not drive a wedge between it so that you become so knowledgeable, if that's the right word, yeah. um, that you lose sight of the fact that, hey, your Savior died for you on the cross, right. rose again, mm. and, and now you have the opportunity to be in heaven uh, if you believe. Right? Those are the the, the reality of it. Mm. And anyways, it, it's it's been a real. I've only been there a year and a half, but it's been quite the journey. Even me learning um, sure. of about how this this tool, this resource, can be best used when it's right in your backyard. Right. I've heard that joke too, and a lot of people you know throw it out there. It comes from something like a common critique or an idea of cemetery, like. The sem- a seminary is cemetery. Why do people say that? I, I, well, from what my experience is, is because they've all known someone who's gone off to seminary because, hey, I, I've been called in to be in ministry in some capacity. And before they know it, they're like talking even crazy, uh, yeah. you know, going off like, hey, I thought you were connected to this. I, I knew who you were relationally uh, just right. two years ago. And, and you, now you're talking about all the words I don't understand you're coming out of your mouth. Right. You know, Dispensationalism it's, it's, yeah, versus, right. yeah. Yeah, egalitarian, egalitarian versus complementarianism. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and so it's like, hey, for the layperson, that the, I, I don't know which I don't know what you're talking about anymore. But right. even then, for the person who who I've known as friends who've gone through it and have, you would say, go towards the cemetery side. Yeah, is uh, they lost their connection. I don't say their connection. They 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 got so deep in the study versus the hey, living out the relational side of it, and that's you know, Phoenix Seminary's tagline, if you will, is scholarship with a shepherd's heart. Mm-hmm. We we need the scholarship. We believe in that, and we're going to go live it out like a shepherd would live out. And we're going to take care of our flock. Yeah. Uh, and those two things are, are they they have to be linked together. Right. And if they're not, 
then um, you can be a shepherd, but if you don't know how to, how to be a shepherd, right. there's a problem. You can be a scholar, but if you can't take care of your flock, there's a real problem. So let's make sure these things are connected. Right. Uh, and that's, that's what we want to live out. Whew. Yeah, that's, that's so key. That's so key. I, was, um, I also attended another s- a seminary back east when I first started. And it, I did see those kind of types of conversations and people who got isolated and they thought all these things that were being debated was what it was all about and they were disconnected. Maybe they just moved there. You know, They just lived for three years in focus and were disconnected from the rest of the world. But that's not what happens at Phoenix Seminary. You're, these are people still active in their churches and it's still working. That's the goal. I mean, that, right? that's what we, that we, we want to produce – Scholars, yeah, that are shepherds, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the, and, and I guarantee that we, we've seen people who've fallen away, and that's yeah. just as we all have as we go. But that's not the, that's not our mission. We yeah. want to make sure that if every class you're taking, that you are living out the fact that you are being trained up to go out uh, right. and to be missional uh, yeah. for Christ. Uh, you're not going to take uh, hermeneutics because. You have to do that. You're doing it to say, hey, how does this apply to my daily ministry as a uh, – for me as a father, as a, uh, uh, a husband, as yeah. a son, as a brother, you know, the way – as a friend. Um, yeah. How are those things connecting? And that's what's most important. How would you say a seminary is countercultural? Well, today, as followers mm-hmm. of Christ, uh, mm-hmm. I think that it, it, it lends itself right away. Like, hey, countercultural would be, hey, how do we – raise up, I say the next generation. Yeah. Uh, I've got kids. I'm not near, I hope I'm ne- not near having grandkids yet. Right. Uh, but when I do, a question I get asked all the time by those who support, we're supported uh, by generous donors, givers yeah. who say, hey, we see the, the resource here. But something I hear all the time is, I'm concerned about who is going to be teaching the Gospels and, uh, and of Christ when I'm gone. Yeah, and my grandkids are now uh, going to church, or are they? Or are they going to church? Yeah, um, and so the counterculture side is we keep showing up, we train, we we study, yeah, we, we come together uh, to challenge one another mm-hmm. uh, in the because we're not we're non denominational, uh, but if let's say there's six different pastors that come together and they're they're all studying at the same time and they go back to their their congregations, are they teaching? the foundational truth that we'd find in the scriptures, mm-hmm. which today is uh, not the norm. Right. Uh, we, we hear it all the time. It's not the norm. Uh, we, should we broach the subject? The culture will say this. Can we say what the Word of God has spoken over this? Right. I'm, I'm being very broad there, but that's sure. the biggest piece is – and then you have people say, well, I can just get that from my church myself. Well, I hope because we trained up pastors who are going out there to teach that, or we train up uh, mission leaders who are going to, to, to run their organization – Biblically based, we have CEOs and entrepreneurs who are running their business through a biblical worldview, yes. so that their um, their employees yeah. are loved well uh, yeah. from the top down uh, because of what the Word of God says. I'm a big believer that God's Word influences all aspects of our life, and that we can be on mission wherever God places us. And so, I think I really one thing I do really like about Phoenix Seminary is that yes, you're equipping pastors to be in the pulpit, but you're equipping really to people to live out a biblical way of the world and the principles of Christ in all areas of their life. And so, me, that's – you're nailing it. At the grocery store. At the grocery store. At the store. gas station. <laughs> at the breakfast place across the street, right? Yeah. Uh, and in our own homes. Yeah. I think that's uh, – hey, and, and I'll be one to say we all got ways to – we got we could always be better. Yeah. But the main oh, yeah. thing is, is that we have uh, an opportunity 
right now, yeah. uh, as, as we have listeners even, where are we going? Where are we headed? Are we at yeah. home? How do we go live that out? Uh, and that's, that's Christ in us. Yeah. And, and I think in Phoenix, you're going to have companions on the journey when you, if you were, some people were to get involved. So I just was really wanted to highlight this, this, this institution maybe not all our listeners know about that's here in Phoenix. And if someone was interested, how would they find out more about Phoenix Seminary? We have one of the easiest websites. That's probably the best way to go, ps.edu. Holy smokes. PhoenixSeminary.edu. That's no, a win. PS.edu. Uh, that's the fastest way. Um, you can reach out to me. Uh, I'd I love to connect folks to it. Okay. I don't know if you put my information. Can I put my information Yeah, say it. Go for it. Uh, email address is jprieger, R-E-I-G-E-R, uh-huh. at ps.edu. Easy enough. Um, and uh, my information will be on the website, too, I think, with the, with the, the listeners. But that's, that's the best way to learn more about it. And what I would say is, when I, again, accepted this role, I told another friend, hey, I'm going to go work at Phoenix Seminary. And he said, and this is someone who's lived in the Valley for 40, yeah. over 40 years, I would say a faithful follower of Christ, right. says had no idea we had a seminary in, in Phoenix. Oh, my um, goodness. Yeah. And, and there are multiple schools here. But we have Phoenix Seminary. Yeah. Uh, we're located off of uh, our, our campuses, Shea and Hayden, on the south um, west corner yeah. of that area. And uh, can always come check it out, too. We have a great team. Yeah. I'm blessed to be able to work there and have the opportunity to stay advancing the seminary. My big thing, Jonathan, if you've hear, if you heard it once, you'll hear it again, is I just want to make sure you know it exists. Once yeah. you know it exists, now I can tell you what we're there yeah. for. Why, why do we exist? And for those of you who, who um, want others to see and love the Lord— and be, be invited into that by other humans, that's what, that's a tool that we, we provide to, to train up men and yeah. women. And, it, and again, there's ways to audit. So maybe someone doesn't have a, a, a decent amount of money just sitting around. There's ways to, you can help people with that too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 80, over 80% of our students are on scholarship. Um, okay. Out of the 300 and almost 40 students, we, we, we're not trying to, to graduate uh, a bunch of debt holders, if you right. will, to, yeah. so they can go into a, a service of ministry where they don't make a ton of money. Uh, but yeah, there's all kinds of ways, whether it's taking one class, sign up for a degree program, auditing a class where you just come and show up, it's there. John Paul, thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing about Phoenix, the, the ministry of Phoenix Seminary here, and I really appreciate your brother. Hey, thanks for inviting me on, Jonathan. God appreciate bless. your ministry. Thank you for listening today. Counterculture is made possible by Amplify Peace, educating, immersing, training, and launching peacemakers to build united communities. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.